certainty of reward before you. How I wish I could get you to play this every morning until you had memorized these words from Professor William James. No youth have any anxiety about the upshot of his education, whatever the line of it may be. If he keeps faithfully busy each hour of the working day, he may safely leave the final result to itself. He can, with perfect certainty, count on waking up some fine morning to find himself one of the competent ones of his generation in whatever pursuit he may have singled out. And now, with the renowned Professor James to fall back upon, I shall go so far as to say that if you keep right and practicing intelligently, you may confidently hope to wake up one fine morning and find yourself one of the competent speakers of your city or community. Regardless of how fantastic that may sound to you now, it is true as a general principle. Exceptions, of course, there are. A man with an inferior mentality and personality, and with nothing to talk about, is not going to develop into a local Daniel Webster, but within reason, the assertion is correct. Let me illustrate. Former Governor Stokes of New Jersey attended the closing banquet of one of our classes at Trenton. He remarked that the talks he had heard that evening were as good as the speeches that he had heard in the House of Representatives and Senate at Washington. These Trenton speeches were made by businessmen who had been tongue-tied with audience fear a few months previously. They were not incipient Ciceros. These New Jersey businessmen, they were typical of the businessmen one finds in any American city. Yet, they woke up one fine morning to find themselves among the competent speakers of their city, and probably in the country. I have known and carefully watched literally thousands of persons trying to gain self-confidence and the ability to talk in public. Those that succeeded were, in only a few instances, persons of unusual brilliancy. For the most part, they were the ordinary run of businessmen you will find in your own hometown, but they kept on. More exceptional men sometimes got discouraged or too deeply immersed in money-making, and they did not get very far. But the ordinary individual with grit and singleness of purpose at the end of the road was at the top. That is only human and natural. Don't you see the same thing occurring all the time in commerce and the professions? John D. Rockefeller Sr. said that the first essential for success in business was patience and the knowledge that reward is ultimately certain. It is likewise one of the first essentials for success in effective speaking. A few summers ago, I started out to scale a peak in the Austrian Alps called the Wilder Kaiser. Bedecker said that the ascent was difficult and a guide was essential for amateur climbers. A friend and I had none and we were certainly amateurs, so a third party asked us if we thought we were going to succeed. Of course, we replied. What makes you think so? He inquired. Others have done it without guides, I said, so I know it is within reason and I never undertake anything thinking defeat. That is the proper psychology for anything from speaking to an assault on Mount Everest. 
how well you succeed is largely determined by thoughts you have prior to speaking. See yourself in your imagination talking to others with perfect self-control. It is easily in your power to do this. Believe that you will succeed. Believe it firmly and you will then do what is necessary to bring success about. During the Civil War, Admiral DuPont gave half a dozen excellent reasons why he had not taken his gunboat into Charleston Harbor. Admiral Farragut listened intently to the recital. But there was another reason that you have not mentioned. He replied, What is that? questioned Admiral DuPont. The answer came, He did not believe he could do it. The most valuable thing that most members acquire from training in art classes is an increased confidence in themselves and additional faith in their ability to achieve. What is more important for one's success in almost any undertaking? Emerson wrote, Nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm. That is more than a well-turned literary phrase. It is the roadmap to success. William Lyon Phelps was probably the most beloved and the most popular professor ever to teach at Yale University. In his book, The Excitement of Teaching, he states, With me, teaching is more than an art or an occupation. It is a passion. I love to teach. As a painter loves to paint. As a singer loves to sing. As a poet loves to write. Before I get out of bed in the morning, I think with ardent delight my group of students. Is there any wonder a teacher so filled with enthusiasm for his job, so excited about the work ahead of him, achieved success? Billy Phelps exerted a tremendous influence on his students, largely by the love and excitement, by the enthusiasm he put into his teaching. If you put enthusiasm into learning how to speak more effectively, you will find that the obstacles in your path will disappear. This is a challenge to focus all your talent and power on the goal of effective communication with your fellow men. Think of the self-reliance, the assurance, the poise that will be yours, the sense of mastery that comes from being able to hold the attention, stir the emotions, and convince a group to act. You will find that competence is self-expression will lead to competence in other ways as well. For training and effective speaking is the royal road to self-confidence in all the areas of working and living. In the manual for the guidance of instructors who teach the Dale Carnegie course are these words. When class members discover that they can hold the attention of an audience and receive an instructor's praise and the applause of the class, when they are able to do that, they develop a sense of inner power, courage, and calm that they have never before experienced. The result? They undertake and accomplish things that they never dreamed possible. They find themselves longing to talk before groups. They talk and take active parts in business and professional and community activities and become leaders. The word leadership has been used often in the chapters that have gone before this. Clear, forceful, and emphatic expressiveness is one of the marks of leadership in our society. 
This expressiveness must govern all the utterances of the leader from private interview to public pronouncements. Properly applied, the materials will help to develop leadership in the family, the church group, the civic organization, the corporation, and the government.